Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. podcast. This is the podcast dedicated at helping other women find their rightful seat at the table through discussions of health, wellness, business, and beauty. Welcome to the table. I'm your host, Jennifer Etter. And I'm Samantha Holsenbach, your co-host. Welcome to the table. (laughs) So we have somebody really exciting on the show today, and uh, we've had the opportunity to have a little bit more of a chit-chat than we normally do. I know. Let me tell you, if we can pack this amazing information and what you're about to hear, this incredible story from Hayden Newman. Uh, if we can pack this into 15 minutes, awesome. But if we go over time, you know what? It's gonna be <laughs> That's awesome. what good. There's a whole lot to say. So welcome Hayden to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. So first off, this is someone that Samantha knows through her brother. We mm-hmm. have a brother on the show. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm going to let you kind of take the lead here, Samantha. Well, just hearing and, and speaking <laughs> with Hayden, you know, Originally, I mean, you know, meeting him through the filming process that my brother had allowed me to kind of be on the journey with him, I found, and this was about a year, working on a year now, yeah. that he mm-hmm. really had great communication and, and have developed, you know, a friendship, you know, a true, true friendship. And just knowing what I do just about both your personal side and your professional side has just blown me away. And I said, you know what? The world needs to know these things, they need to hear you, Hayden. Yes, so. Thank you. So first off, uh, why don't you tell our audience who you are, and kind of, we'll start with the projects you have going on. Okay. Uh, my name is obviously Hayden Newman. I am a writer, director, producer, and actor. I wear all the hats. <laughs> um, and uh, I recently, well, like she said, it's almost been two years ago since we did the first reunion from hell, um, which is a horror film murder mystery along the lines of screen. It's a whodunit mystery. Um, And we just wrapped in February, the principal photography for the second one. Awesome. Very cool. So I, for the first film, I wrote, directed i had an amazing co-director sam hodge um because i acted in the film too as the lead of the film um so when you're acting and directing you have to have a great co-director or literally it could all fall apart (laughs) (laughs) well how impressive though to be because because you wrote the film you're helping direct the film you're acting in the film. I mean, this is this is a lot to be biting off, right? 
It is a lot. It is a lot to take on. And I would tell anybody that thinks, oh, I'm just going to go make a movie. And, uh, it's not easy. You've got to be committed. Um, because it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of late nights, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. When you're working with actors out of L.A., you you know, bigger named actors, you have to kind of work around their schedules for phone calls and meetings. Well, where I'm at is three hours behind L.A. Mm-hmm. Or three hours ahead, excuse mm-hmm. me. So it can be midnight and nine o'clock. I think I'm doing the math right. Nine o'clock their time. I know, I always mess it up. I always mess it up. But uh, that's the kind of dedication you have to put into a project like this um, is you give it your all and you just do not give up. Right. So let's, I want you to take our audience through your journey, getting you to where you started writing. So you're, you're in Alabama. Is that where you're from? Yes. Yes. Unfortunately. (laughs) I like Alabama. Um, I grew up in a very small town uh, called Valley. Um, it's right on the Georgia line. So I'm about an hour away from Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm about 20 minutes north of Auburn University. Okay. So I'm in between. It's a very, very small town. It has one road that goes through the entire town. Yeah. Um. I grew up here, uh, obviously, being in the South and being a member of the LGBTQ community was not easy (laughs) at all. Mm -hmm. Um, At a time when it wasn't as accepted as it is today, it's still not. We're still fighting battles, but it's a lot easier today than it was 20 years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. And I mean, I dealt with bullying. I dealt with so much. And uh, there was times that I wanted to give up and I didn't have any hope. And um, I always had a love for theater. Mm -hmm. And um, the way it all came about, honestly, is my my favorite movie of all time is the wizard of Oz and um, the community theater here was doing the, the musical. Yeah. I'm a Jack of all trades. I can sing too. (laughs) Um, They were doing the musical and um, my mom convinced me to audition. And I thought I'm 15 years old. I'm never going to get a part in this. That's not going to happen. And um, about a week after the auditions, I got a phone call from the director that I was casted as the Scarecrow. Oh. And from there, the journey took off. <laughs> awesome. So awesome. So that experience, it sounds like catapulted you onto your path, right? So in writing these movies, you know, a, a little bit of preparing for the show, we were talking about that when you're writing these films because you just you know you're you're currently working right rapping on the second film yes you're writing these characters they're almost reflective of of personal journeys of personal things that you've gone through correct 
Yes. Um, I would say every character in the film is somewhat inspired by somebody that I've known or experienced in life. Um, Riley is very much, there's a lot of, which is the character I play. There's a lot of my personal experiences mm-hmm. in Riley. Um, so yeah, I take people's, you know, what people have been through and, you know, especially when you're doing a film with a multicast, um, you want each character to be unique. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very important to me that, this was not just a slasher film, you know, this is not a Friday the 13th film. You care about these characters and you learn their backstories and you see their history and then slowly we start losing them one by one. And it it was very important to me for the audience to care about these characters so it hurt more when one was unfortunately taken away. So, you know, going back to that, you know, some of the, okay, so Riley, you said you went to some conventions and people were associating you with Riley because they could feel the connection that you had. Can you give us some of the information, like more, I mean, obviously we're going to tell people to go watch your your film uh, so that they can understand what, what we're talking about here, mm-hmm. but what was it about that character that you pulled from your personal experience? Um, when you meet Riley in the first film, Riley is a very damaged character he has been through a lot and he is how would i put he is self-medicating he is just like Mm -hmm. he's basically not living he is just going the day-to-day motions Mm -hmm. and um then unfortunately a friend gets killed and riley Riley has not been back to his hometown in 10 years. Riley gets a phone call. Riley reluctantly goes back. And um, as the film progresses, we discover that this was all a setup to get Riley back to town. Right. And somebody out there has a grudge. Um, But with Riley, uh, normally when you meet a protagonist, Hey guys, we're gonna take a quick break so that you can hear a word from our sponsor. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. In a film or a book, especially in a horror mystery, they're mm-hmm. very normal. <laughs> like nothing's gone wrong in their lives. So it was different. I wanted Riley to be the opposite. Right. Mm. And we take this journey with Riley where throughout the film, he has these moments where he changes and by the end of the film, by that, by the third act, he's like, you know what? If I die, I die. Um, but I'm not going to go down without a fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, would we say that this is you were definitely a parallel 
uh, having a parallel experience mm -hmm. in your life? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, because I dealt with bullying and all of that, mm -hmm. um, I had issues at times with self-medicating and mm -hmm. um, I was that I was that person at one time. I was living the day, day to day. And this limbo. Right. Which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. Yeah, I mean, living, not living, existing. Right, just right. Yeah. self-medicating, yeah. sure. going through your different traumas, mm -hmm. having them constantly come up and reveal right. themselves throughout right. different experiences. So I'm sure that uh, there are many people in our audience that can relate to this character and you. And so tell us a little bit, you know, obviously you came to the flip side of that, maybe the sunnier side of the street, <laughs> yeah. and that you used maybe some of that, those experiences to create strength mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that you could move forward when you had doubt, when you had maybe external doubts as well as well as internal doubts. Right. Well, you know, one of my favorite role models and influencers, um, unfortunately she's no longer with us, um, was Selena Quintanilla Perez. Yes. Um, and her story helped me in so many ways of, no matter what obstacle was put in front of her, she just kept going. Right. Um, and the 23 years that she had on this earth. So my, I try to live by the motto that, you know, if you have a dream, never let anyone take it away. Mm -hmm. And always believe that the impossible is always possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is, it is. I'm living proof that it is. Uh, if you would have told me three years ago that I have would have made two films and worked with the actors that I have worked with, I'd have looked at you and said, you're crazy. <laughs> That's never going to happen. Um, and when people would tell me, you know, you're never going to get this film made. You're never going to get this done. I would let that fuel me even more mm -hmm. and say, you know what? I'm going to show you and I'm yeah. going to show you that I am getting it done and I'm going to get it done better than you think I am. Instead of letting it, which sometimes, you know, personally I've gone through this and, and I, I'm sure people in our audience as well, you know, instead of you using that to light and fuel you, you know, it, sometimes it'll just take you down instead. Oh, it's easy. And it just consumes you, you and you're like, you know what? Maybe mm -hmm. they're right. Maybe I am. Mm -hmm too big for my britches and I don't know what I'm doing, you know? And so you do cash in, cash in on your dream, you know, or the thought or the whatever goal that it is that you're after. So I really love to hear that you said, you know what, forget that I'm still going to keep going, you know, pushing mm -hmm. forward. And you, you have no idea. There's a lot of, you know, this business, there's a lot of cattiness. I like to say mm -hmm. jealousness. Right. Um, and you have no idea how many people said you're never going to get this done yeah. from in this community that has never even met me. Mm -hmm. um, that's one thing I don't like about social media mm -hmm. is people can just start judging you because they want to. They don't know who you are. They don't know your story. Um, and I faced a lot of obstacles getting that first film made. Mm 
Mm -hmm. um, but I just let it fuel me even more. I think one good thing to remember is that people are typically projecting their own. Oh, yeah their own level yeah. you know what they can actually do and they project that on you because it makes them feel better right if you don't succeed which is <laughs> so sad but it's so true yeah. always keep that in mind it's not about you it's about them right and their own ins personal insecurities well so, it's like it's like a bully <laughs> you know a yeah. bully is usually projecting oh yeah their whatever they're going with mm -hmm. onto you so the mm -hmm. eyes are taken off of them Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Always. What's that called? Gaslighting? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So tell us about your, so you just, did we just finish wrapping up? The second one. The second one. Yes. yes we just in February finished wrapping principal photography of two. Um, we shot two. Two takes place at Christmas time. It picks mm -hmm. up two years after the events of the first one. Um, we shot two in outside Gatlinburg, Tennessee, in a cabin mm -hmm. on a mountain, literally on top of the mountain. They failed to tell us that on Airbnb, that it was literally <laughs> on top of the mountain. Um, and we're secluded. The characters are completely secluded. Um, so we have no idea that it's going on again, even though it's going on all around us. Mm -hmm. So when we finally do put it together, it's like, okay, we have no choice to even process this. It's time to fight. So where can people find, well, the first one, you know, has already been released. The premiere was wonderful. Yes. I had the, the pleasure of being able to be there for the premiere. That was crazy. Yes, uh, we had a lot of fun at the premiere. The first um, one, the, how can they purchase it? What, you know, are we going to get the same route with the second one? Um, what right now we are they can contact me mm -hmm. uh hayden newman you can find me on facebook you know and purchase a physical media copy dvd or blu-ray of the mm -hmm. first film we're currently working to get it on streaming we just don't have a release date yet mm -hmm. um and then the second film we're hoping we don't have to go the self-distribution route with the second one because we have some very known actors in that film. Right. Um, so I cannot say definitely about the second one yet, but if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, um, I update it all the time. So the name of the first one, let our audience know the name of the first one and then the, na the name of the second one. The first one is Reunion from Hell. And uh, it has, you know, me, uh, Kathy Podwell, who was in Dallas for four seasons, um, Jeremiah, your brother. It has a great cast in it. And then, of course, the second one is Reunion from Hell 2. <laughs> and uh, it has Riley's back. So a little bit of a spoiler alert. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you go look at the trailer, you see that. <laughs> but um, uh, we have a very well-known cast into mm -hmm. uh, Lisa Wilcox mm -hmm. from Nightmare on Elm Street 4 and 5, mm -hmm. Danny Hassel from Nightmare on Elm Street 4 and 5, and then uh, Mark Patton mm -hmm. from A Nightmare on Elm Street 2 um, are all in the second film. Uh -huh. That's so exciting. It's really, really cool. Yeah. It's odd. You know, you work with these people – and I was telling you earlier, 
you grew up watching them and now you're working with them. It's just a surreal experience. Well, I gotta tell you how happy I am, you know, to have met you, to be even speaking with you today, but how proud I am as well. You know, it sounds like you've overcome a lot of things and, and keep going. Yeah, I'm sure you're inspiring many, many, yes. many people. Well, you know, at the end of the day, I say, you know, if I've touched one person with my story or if I've saved one person with my story, that's it. That's what's worth it at the end of the day. I love it. I love it. Well, Hayden, thank you so much for being on our show. We absolutely appreciate you. Love your story. Love your energy. And everyone, make sure that you subscribe and share. Share this with anybody that you think might possibly need to hear this story. Mm -hmm. Maybe find their way out of a little bit of a dark place mm -hmm. or just yes. be inspired to do more in life. And as always, we hope that you guys have found your seat at the table. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.